When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Sports Complex, afternoons 5 to 7 on The Horn. Welcome back to the Sports Complex on a Wednesday afternoon following the Rangers closing out the Rays. Rays going out with a whimper there in the playoffs. Rangers advance. We'll take on the Orioles starting this weekend. We'll have your games right here on the horn, but that also means full show tomorrow because the Rangers got it done in two. Get into some NFL, some lot of college football talk, getting you ready for Texas OU. Talk about where you can catch me, catch Aaron Hogan, catch everybody this weekend. We'll get into all of that. And of course, your text. You guys are the you guys drive the show. We just try and keep it on the rails. 512-447-3776. 512-447-3776 is the new text line. Remember, if you haven't sent in your nickname yet, I know we had a bunch of people text in yesterday for the big fat poll that uh, maybe didn't have their nickname in yet. Uh, so I just see a number, but we can type in your uh, nicknames now on the new text line, 512-447-3776. So we try and get all set back up. You know, it is a little bit more uh, taxing to come in to do a show directly after a sporting event where, you know, you're trying to time it out and get in there. But I think we got a good we'll get through this uh, segment. We'll get through said uh, the next one talking about your text is what we try and always do at the the end of the hour the bottom of the hour 5124473776 and I'll tell you when we got when we talk about your text let me pull up my sounders we normally talk about uh, the big fat poll of the day which uh, here's the sounder for Patrick's big fat poll of the day on the horn starting off with the big fat poll because we're a little behind because we Waiting for the Rangers pros game to stop. But uh, big fat poll of the day yesterday. We talked about your most hated player in the Texas OU rivalry. You guys pretty overwhelmingly online voted for Baker Mayfield. Pretty big on on the text line, but overwhelmingly people went Baker Mayfield as the most hated sooner in that rivalry for uh, for Texas fans. So I wanted to change it around, be a little bit nicer. We're still playing hate songs. We're still playing some hate songs on uh, on the, the musical theme. We're still going to do that for you. But be a little bit nicer on the text on today. 512-447-3776. Who's your most beloved player in the Texas OU rivalry? Who in the rivalry is a, is a guy that you think, man, when I think of the Texas Longhorns in the Texas OU rivalry, that that's the guy 
that man, that guy for me, that's the hero of the Texas OU series. Of course, most recently, you can probably go with a Cameron Dicker. He kicks that big field goal his freshman season, and uh, everybody goes nuts. So it could be that. It could be uh, Stoney Clark, big defensive lineman, huge play, gets a win for Texas back in the day. Peter Gardere beat OU as a starting quarterback four times, the only quarterback four times to win at, at, against OU. You know, there's several. There's several that you could go with. You may go with an easy answer. Vince Young, Colt McCoy, just a guy going there. Jordan Shipley had some big games against Oklahoma. Maybe it's one of the other defensive players that you just think, man, that's that's in my head. And I'd love to know the reason why, too. Reason why, but who is your most beloved player that you think, when you think Texas OU, you think of this Longhorn? And tell me why. Tell me why you think of this Longhorn when you think of Texas OU. I'd love to hear that on the text line. 512-447-3776 on the text line. We're going to get into some more Texas OU conversation, play a little bit more Sark audio, get figure out how Texas is being getting prepared for this game, what you have to look forward to of for Texas trying to go into a just a a different atmosphere. Transfer we talked about this yesterday with the transfer portal with NIL. I think it's changed some. But that being said, there is still a lot, you know, going on in this game. It is still one of the biggest rivalry games and it's going to be one of the best games of the year across because you have two undefeated teams, two teams that are going for it all. Uh, let's talk a little NFL though. Well, we have a little bit of time while we wait for these texts to come in. 512-447-3776. While we wait for your texts to come in and uh, we'll get to those in the next segment. Uh, I do want to bring up a couple things for the NFL before we, or one major thing. I want to talk a little Cowboys before we get, uh, to the break, uh, because we're not going to talk about them as much in the six o'clock hour. Uh, but I do want to bring up the thing I've been watching and going through and looking at this uh, this matchup. It's a huge matchup with the 49ers this weekend. And it's funny because Cowboys fans seem to get more and more upset because the the notion is the Cowboys haven't played anybody and they lost the Cardinals, so you can't say that this team's really good. But then also the 49ers haven't really had any big matchups either. They just beat the Cardinals that you lost to. That's all that really there. But... This this team for the Cowboys, there for me. There's a couple things where you're going to look into it. One we talked about yesterday is the running game that the San Francisco can slow down the running game for for the Cowboys. We know Rico Dottle is is on the injury list. We don't know if he's going to be able to play. If he doesn't, how are you going to be able to figure out that running back position? Are you just going to run Tony Pollard like crazy? You did sit him down a lot last week. I think getting him ready for this game kind of giving a little bit of rest. But on the other side. That's where it really really worries me more for the Cowboys because I think you can figure out some things. You can get some short yardage. You can kind of I think you can get Brandon Cooks more involved in this offense as well, kind of running some short routes and not using him as a deep threat and just trying to get him the ball a couple times and use him more in the run game or in you know just short passes. Get Dak something he can do right. Uh, on the other side of the ball is a little bit more worried. This defense is for for Dallas is really good. However, they might allow some rushing. You're going against probably the best running back in the NFL right now, Christian McCaffrey. You know, Nick Chubb was up there. He's no longer playing. Christian McCaffrey has been killing it. He's in the Kyle Shanahan offense, which we know is going to favor running backs. What can this team do to slow down the run without just giving Brock Purdy every weapon under the sun? Without giving Brock Purdy a field day throwing to Ayuk and throwing to Debo Samuel? How do you get, how do you slow down that run game? And then, you know, how do you how do you allocate assets by not by not taking away Micah Parsons from the run game, uh, from the pass rush game? Because you don't want to take Micah Parsons out of the pass rush, right? You want to keep Micah Parsons involved in that pass rush. 
How do you take – how, if you're the Cowboys, do you allocate positions when you know you're beat up in the secondary, when you know Trayvon Diggs is not there? That worries me. That worries me for the Cowboys is how they're going to be able to allocate resources. This is going to be a huge game for Mozzie Smith to see if he can progress. Hankins, Odigizua, all those guys are going to have to step up in the, on the interior D-line to be able to try and get a hand on Christian McCaffrey and slow him down to let the linebackers come in and get him. This is something that I think Dan Quinn's defense is not as prepared for as, a, as an offense that has a massive run, uh, running threat in Christian McCaffrey, but also on the back end of that has some of the most dynamic wide receivers in Ayuk and Debo Samuel that are also just big guys that you, if you're going out there and trying to bring them down with just one cornerback and you don't have a Trayvon Diggs out there anymore to try and stop those passes in, that, those it seems like that's a, a recipe for disaster. If you're the Dallas Cowboys, I'm not quite sure how they figure it out. But I think what one of your keys is going to be is this is going to be one of the most safety-heavy defenses you've ever seen from Dan from Dan Quinn. He loves playing his safeties out there. I think you're going to see the safeties all over the place in this game because you're going to have to see the safeties kind of spread out wide but be available to come back in in the middle. You're going to have to show different fronts to try and trick Brock Purdy into seeing things that he hasn't seen and to not trust his defense, not trust his not trust his eyes, and not trust what he thinks is going to happen on the offense, all of those things you're going to have to try and show him as many looks as you can to try and confuse Brock Purdy. But if I'm the Dallas Cowboys, that is my main concern this week, is how do we stop the run game without allocating too many assets that Brock Purdy can beat us. Now you're going to say, let Brock Purdy be the guy to beat us, sure. But unfortunately, Mr. Irrelevant has some killer weapons in Samuel and Brandon Ayuk. So... That is a question that you're going to have to worry about going into that weekend. We'll talk more about it tomorrow uh, as we have a little bit more time to talk there. Uh, another thing to mention real quick before we go to break. We're going to come back and read your text uh, on who is the most beloved player for you in Texas OU history. And when you think of that rivalry, when you think of Texas, what's the first burn orange jersey you think of? What's the first What's the first Longhorn that comes to your mind that you say, that's the guy I love because of Texas OU? So send that in, 512-447-3776. I do want to remind you, basketball, NBA basketball, preseason starts tomorrow morning. Now, the rest of it doesn't start till the weekend, I believe, but tomorrow morning, 11 a.m., you get the Abu Dhabi game. Dallas Mavericks versus Minnesota Timberwolves. For any Mavericks fans out there, your first look at the new Mavericks that uh, they have tried to go out in the offseason and, and take more of Jason Kidd's method if go more to Jason Kidd. I thought they should have gotten rid of Jason Kidd last year when you traded for Kyrie Irving and he refused to change what he wanted to do when you bring in a Christian Wood and Jason Kidd stands at what he does. I don't get why they continue to go with the Jason Kidd, like continue to go with Jason Kidd where he wants to play defense and you keep getting offensive only players. I don't get it. They brought in Grant Williams now. They're going to try and bring in a little bit more. You're going to try and instill a little bit more toughness Throughout this offseason and, and through camp and everything else, they're going to be in Abu Dhabi playing an 11 a.m. game against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Anthony Edwards, of course, was one of the better players in FIBA and the FIBA team that lost. But if you want to just see the first look to see if there's any more toughness from any of these bench players, because it's going to be mostly bench players, you want to see any more toughness from them from the Dallas Mavericks, tomorrow at 11 a.m., NBA season starts, preseason starts. So you can get a little bit, if you're a basketball head like me, Get a little more in there, but if you just want to stick to Texas OU, uh, a lot coming up this week. 
Uh, tomorrow, my man Jacob Stander is going to come on so we can make our picks that we do every single week. Uh, he'll let me know how we did last week. I, I don't keep up with it. I, I task him with that, so I will let him come in and let us know how we did last week, uh, make our picks, because Friday we are going to have a big show. Uh, we're actually going to go 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. on Friday. Uh, Aaron Hogan is going to be in Dallas with some of the Inside Texas guys, maybe some other special guests from uh, 3 to 7. They will be out there, but 4 to 7 will be on the air. Uh, Terry Black's Barbecue in Dallas. Big parking lot. You can go out and check them out. Rob Baber is actually going to come in the studio and join me, and we're going to have a big show giving you three hours, kind of getting you ready for pregame, getting you ready on a Friday for Texas OU. So tune into that. It's going to be a really fun show presented by uh, one sort, Texas One Source Gas. So check that one out uh, on Friday, big 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. show. Also, pregame, 9 to 11 a.m., going to be on air here on The Horn uh, with Aaron Hogan and Rob Babers, myself and Ty Henderson out at the Fieldhouse at the crossover doing a watch party on Saturday as well. So it's a place for us to check us out uh, on for all your needs on Texas OU. All that stuff we got for you. All the information is going to be up on hornfm.com as well, so you can check it out there. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll start to get to your answers. To start to get to your answers for the Big Fat Poll of the Day, who is your most beloved player in the Texas OU rivalry? We did yesterday. We did most hated. You guys overwhelmingly went Baker Mayfield. I want to know who you guys think about. When you think Texas OU, when you're looking at this rivalry and you think in your brain, man, what is the thing? I would love to love to know who, what's the name you think of, and give me a reason. Give me give me an uh, you know iconic moment in your head, but it doesn't even have to be. It can be for you. It doesn't have to be the correct answer for everybody. If there's one for you and you just go, man, Jordan Shipley made a big play, or Case McCoy, man, what what he did against OU, that whatever it was, was it when your formative years, if there was a player, if you think there's somebody that that's set apart for you. 512-447-3776 is a text line. We'll read the more of those when we come back right here on the Sports Complex on the Horn, 1019 AM 1260, the Horn app, and at The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The Sports Complex. Afternoons 5 to 7. Hell yeah! On the Horn. Keeping our hate music going all week long here on the Sports Complex. Sports Complex, 
on a Wednesday afternoon. Big week ahead for you. Thursday afternoon show. Jacob Stander coming back and talk, making some picks for the weekend because a huge show Friday, 4 to 7 p.m. Aaron Hogan down at Jerry Black's Barbecue in Dallas. Rod Babers joining me in studio. Just a big show happening on Friday. So pack it up for you. You know, we missed a couple of, we missed like an hour of the show this week due to the Rangers. Rangers get the big win if you didn't see. Move on to play the, the Baltimore Orioles this weekend. They continue on. First playoff series win in quite a while for the Rangers. So congratulations to the Rangers, which it was a little funny because we saw the Rangers on the field at least. I believe they're having fun in the locker room. But I, I on the field at least, they had a little bit of a muted celebration. They kind of they kind of toned it down a little bit. Uh, I think it was because they were, uh, you know, the, the reports came out from Astros people that Astros, after they clinched on – that what was it Monday or Tuesday before the season ended that they are that Saturday that the season ended that they didn't party big that night and then they won the division the next day and they they then they had the big party and the Rangers went big the day they clinched and then didn't win the division and and there's no wrong answer in this I, I've never understood why baseball celebrates like they do it's always been foreign to me uh why they do it but the the Rangers Apparently came out in one of the interviews post game was like, well, you know, we're, we got more to do. Like, Come on, guys, still have fun. You can have fun. Everybody else does. I don't get it, but everybody in baseball does it, so you can have fun. Uh, let's get to the text line five one two four four seven three seven seven six. Big fat poll today today. Who is your most beloved player in the Texas OU rivalry? You guys are sending some in for me. I love it. Remember, you guys drive the show. We just try and keep it on the rails. Uh, we got the angry enchilada checking in. We get uh, Julian from Austin Westwood, my alma mater. I went to Westwood as well. And I wonder what, what class you're in, Julian. I went in, uh, I graduated 02. Give you a hint of my age. I graduated in 02. Uh, we get a villain Bosworth. Bosworth was on my poll as well. I tried to put him in there. I think it may be a little too old school for the social media that they did not, that uh, Bosworth did not get on there and Baker Mayfield won so much. And uh, Gardair. I believe that's how it's pronounced. Gardari was I was not watching a ton in the late 80s, early 90s, uh, or remember much of the late 80s, early 90s. I was around. I was watching. But uh, unfortunately, my memory is not great. Uh, the whole 2022 team, enough said from Jordan from Round Rock. I like it. I like that we're just we're, we're short-term memory on this one. I'm a fan of it. You say, we beat him 49-0. You know, had a real bad season the season before. You almost beat him in, you know, the year before, but of course we know Spencer Rattler gets knocked out and then Caleb Williams comes in and starts to go off and become the Caleb Williams that has been has infatuated the nation for the last uh three years now, two and a half years. That all started from this rivalry. The whole twenty twenty two team. I like that, Jordan. I like that. Uh we get Gardair, Stoney's tackle, Keith Cash's catch. And Quan's block. I like all of those. I like all of those. I like that you got you got a lot of good memories of Texas OU. I appreciate that. Derek Johnson, Jamal Charles, Jordan Shipley, most beloved Longhorns in OU games. I grew up watching these guys. I also knew that we always had a chance to win, no matter what our record was when these guys played. I think I saw Derek Johnson too. It's one of those guys we've talked about it plenty on the station, but he just was one of those guys before his time. If that guy came along a little bit later on, you know. I you know especially in the NFL, I think he could have been a you know easy Hall of Famer, college football Hall of Famer now clearly. Glad he's coming back and being a part of the program. So I'm helping out these kids. 
Uh, but yeah, I like all those answers. <laughs> Charlie Strong and his long finger. Yeah, I, look, Charlie Strong in the hat when when times were not good. I, I think we choose to forget that Charlie Strong just because we're like, I don't. We just want to kind of forget that whole era of Texas football. But yeah, when he beat OU and everybody thought, man, this could be the turnaround. You know, things aren't going well for Texas, but this will be the the platform to take us off. It's nicer to be going into the game this year and not relying solely on the Oklahoma game for your season. It's nice. Now, this game matters. This game's huge this year. Don't no, don't get me wrong. This game is a huge part of Texas' season. But I, I'm saying it's not the only bright spot that we're going to have. We've already had some good bright spots. We hope to have many more. Uh, Case McCoy is always one of my favorite Longhorns to think of this week. Unbelievable performance during his last season. And also the A&M game heroics from Coach Cornuts. The whole the season against OU. Yeah, I will say, yeah, Case McCoy, he didn't always perform great, but in big games, he had it going. It's something that we'll talk about, we, we, I can talk about with, with Quinn Ewers. That is something that I think is an edge that Texas has, at least at quarterback, is that we have a quarterback that grew up wanting to be in this rivalry. And I don't think that's the same for Dylan Gabriel. But I know Brock, I know that Quinn Ewers, Quinn Ewers really wanted to be in this this rivalry. He wanted to be the quarterback for Texas. He wanted to beat Oklahoma. He did it in heroic fashion last year coming back from injury. But that I think that's a little added Philip Flair into this is that there's a quarterback who knows what this rivalry means and maybe not so much for Dylan Gabriel. He wants to win. Believe me, don't he wants to win because he missed a game last year. My favorite Longhorn in the series is Chris Sims. Somehow kept Major Applewhite on the bench and Sims couldn't beat us. Yeah, uh, and that's from uh, Sooner Dave there. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I I don't I don't like that Sooner Dave. I'm not gonna lie. We're not gonna go with with that one. I, I like Chris Sims more than a lot of Longhorns do, but uh, but I can't go with that one there. Let's get a good one. Another Case McCoy with victory over OU, and uh, how about Bam Bam Sam when he told the OU QB to take the L. And a word I can't say on the radio. We're going to take a break. We come back. More of your text. Who is your most beloved player in Texas OU rivalry? Tell me and tell me why. There we go. Bam, bam, Sam. We get Sam Ellinger in there. But it's because, you know, he, he said some things to a different quarterback. And then, you know what? He may have said some things to one of the most hated quarterbacks in uh, Texas OU history, especially in recent history, for sure. So send that in, 512-447-3776. We will talk more about... Uh, Texas OU gets you some different uh, points of view on that. Uh, more of Sark Audio getting ready for Texas OU as uh, the show rolls on into the 6 o'clock hour here on the Sports Complex. Anything else you all want to bring up, too? If you all got any questions, concerns about Texas OU or the NFL or anything else, uh, you can hit us up on the text line, 512-447-3776. We say you guys drive the show. We just try to keep it on the rails. We'll be back on the Sports Complex on the Horn 1019 and 1260, the Horn app, and hornfm.com.